0: Alright, uh, can, can I have one? No. No,
1: oh, you already Please. have a coffee over there.
0: I want an alcoholic coffee. Okay. Give me. Thank you. Alright, ladies and gentlemen, my name is Marco Dupa. i getting right into it. For my co-host, the powerful Adam Obesius Rodriguez. Yeah, boy. For the drunk sports guy, Dave Romero. Yo. And joining us for the first time... Ladies and gentlemen, welcome Taemin, the master. I got to come up with better nicknames. This is on the spot. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm usually better at this. Hello. <laughs> <laughs> and special, special guest, Bonds joining us again. Maybe sometimes he'll be on the mic. We don't know. Maybe sometimes. It's his world. We're letting him live it. Tonight's brew is from the Claw Brewing Company. It's the sweet baby Java. It's an espresso bean infused chocolate peanut butter porter. I just came it's 6.2 ABV. Uh, I'm excited. <laughs> Let's rock and roll, ladies and gentlemen. We're going to have a good time tonight. This is the One Bear In Podcast.
2: Yeah. Ooh. That was smooth as a bitch. That wasn't smooth. That wasn't. Good. I don't like their, their logo. It's, it's kind of uh,
1: what's the idea? It looks it's like extreme.
2: It looks like it's actually a sci-fi show about vampires. Yeah, yeah. it looks lazy. That's what it looks. Oof, roasting duclaw right now. Yeah. Well, the beer better be fucking good. Just like they roasted those espresso beans and infused them into this delicious chocolate peanut butter porter. Oh Smooth. boy. At six point two percent ABV, brewed in Baltimore, Maryland. Mm-hmm. Oh boy, I'm excited. Oh boy. Let us taste. Let us taste.
1: Cheers.
0: Uh-huh. It's too big of a table. Uh,
2: actually, hold on. Can we, uh, no, it's actually perfect right? <laughs> it's oh. the perfect size. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. There we go. I take that back. It actually, works. Just, just edit that. Out, you know that one. Where apart.
1: has this been all my life? Ah, oh. like coffee beans. Don't, actually on the bottle. I just read it.
3: Oh,
0: where's oh. <laughs> it? It's on the side. A G A B F medal-winning robust chocolate. What's a G A B F? Gabf.
3: What's GAPF? GAPF?
0: You can't. You can't put an acronym. You have to explain shit like that.
1: It's uh, actually on the other <coughs> side of the label. If you peel it, it off,
0: it, is it Great American Beer
3: Festival? Probably. Let's I mean, go with
0: that. that'd, that'd be my guess. I'd love that. Right. I'd love that if you just pull that out of your ass. Mm-hmm. Is that a real thing? I don't do know. People do. Th- I don't know. I'm going to look it up. Research.
4: Nice little thing here. It says Jittery Jesus on the side.
0: <laughs> Where do you see that? On
4: the, uh...
0: Oh, it does. Yeah, hashtag hashtag Jittery Jesus. Oh, shit. <laughs> They're getting stupid with these things. Anyway. <laughs> Excuse me. Oh, we just came back from... Froggers. Watch that. Watched the UCF game. Fucking stressful Ooh. as fuck. Tell God, yeah.
4: Mm-hmm. Oh, my goodness.
0: But they won. So yeah, right. that's going to put them at – some people were speculating they may crack the top 10. I doubt it. They'll Undefeated. probably hover around – Undefeated 12-0. and 0. I think they'll go – I think they'll stop at like 12. Mm, yeah, probably. I don't think. I mean, with everything that they've done, and they only went to 14, I think they'll stop at like 12. They won't crack the top 10. Yeah, probably. And they just lost their coach.
2: So. Literally, oh, literally just lost their coach. Yeah,
3: yeah. A lot of people were upset because ESPN apparently broke it before the game was over. Like like you saw David? Yeah, as soon as yeah. the game was over they ran the ticker on the bottom. Yeah.
0: No, they they did it like in the in the beginning of the fourth quarter. Oh. Yeah, that that was running across which I thought I I was thinking about that halfway through the game I wondered if like um Memphis like if somebody was on the sidelines with like their phone out and got like Twitter or something like tell them go tell them to go out there and tell them that their fucking coach has abandoned them. <laughs> That'll get in their fucking heads.
3: Yeah, that's what people were saying. It's like, what if the kids learned about that? Like, what if what if the players found out mid-game that their coach is gone? That I mean, sucks.
0: It does. I, I mean, I just, I, I, I was going to say that I can't imagine him not telling them, but oops, telling them beforehand, mm-hmm. but Jimbo didn't tell yeah. kids on his team there was mm-hmm. a bunch of them that went on to like the 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 starting quarterback. He went on Twitter and was like, "Not even a phone call, man. <laughs> not even a phone call. I thought we were better than that." I was like, "Damn, son. Mm-hmm. He didn't even tell his fucking starting quarterback that he's leaving. Yeah, it's fucked up." So does yeah.
4: that mean that Scott Frost is not even going to coach the bowl game that they're going to be in?
0: That's what I'm wondering.
4: Well,
0: I don't know. I saw
3: speculation online. Somebody told somebody that he was going to. Um, yeah, but. That's unconfirmed.
0: Well, that's what they said about Jimbo Fisher, too. He was mm-hmm. supposed to coach uh, FSU today's game. Yeah. And he yeah. didn't. No. Really? No, no, it was just some, uh, some, assist, some, some assist substitute teacher. Some fucking guy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> some PE teacher they grabbed. Made him watch Magic School Bus. <laughs> I don't know. It's fucked up, though. Yeah. Nah, we'll see,
3: though. Mm-hmm. Either way, it's a monumental season for them. So.
4: Yeah. Thank Proud you. for them. Yeah. yeah kind of reminds me of that year when uh, Blake Bortles was the quarterback. Yeah. They made it all the way and they they made it to the Fiesta Bowl mm-hmm. and Beat Baylor was and they broke top 10 for the final rankings. Yeah. They were pretty high up. So I don't know if that's going to be the same situation this year or not. But Baylor though was like
0: Baylor was a really good team that
4: year. Oh, Baylor was crazy good that year. Yeah. They're so amazing.
0: I just don't think that, you know, it's the it's the it's the age old college football problem of like strength of schedule mm-hmm. just one, one of the reasons why i don't really i don't really pay attention to it too much it's like there's just too many stipulations to decide if a team is good or not you know especially back when they had the um instead of the uh instead of the the playoffs they had just the 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 ap poll and it was just people decided like ah, eh, you know what we're gonna put we're gonna put this team top five. We're gonna put this team number three. We're gonna kick them like it was just like the Opinions. Associated Press just decided, right? Yeah. <laughs> and they let that fucking computer program decide and it was like, I can't
4: fuck with this. So I saw um I well, know you guys all remember Tim Tebow. A Florida Gators legend.
1: Mm-hmm.
4: <laughs> he uh went on air and was saying, you know, these all these rankings and stuff, they're not necessarily based on who's like the best team. It's or it should be it's not is who's the best team it's like who's most deserving right now right because uh, if you look at it right now I would say UCF is very deserving yeah right but maybe they're not the best team yeah like let's say uh, if Alabama to go he said if Alabama were to go against Wisconsin Wisconsin would lose so bad to Alabama that they'd get slaughtered mm-hmm. yeah but he's like they're ranked higher and that's just the way that it is yeah I like so this whole ranking system is just totally messed up. Mhm. So
0: the whole thing is flawed. I think that they should expand the comp- the uh, playoffs to 8 teams instead of 4. That would that would I think that would alleviate some of the problems, but I don't know. The whole thing is a whole thing I'm not a fan of. Yeah. Sports am I, right? Sports. Yeah. <laughs> Sports man, you know. <laughs> well, we got I I got that out of my system. Cool, yeah. I need to just get a little bit of sports in there. Sprinkle it in. Yeah, just just a little bit. Taman, how are you, bud?
4: I'm doing all right, mate. <laughs>
0: First time on the podcast. I'm excited to have you on here. We're all excited to have you on. No, I, speak you. You. I speak for everyone.
1: I speak for everyone here. Yep.
4: Yeah. <laughs> well, thank you. Yeah. And uh, screw everyone else. Yeah. Thank like you. Like
0: We're happy to have you.
4: Mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> so, you don't you don't drink a lot, Right. Not really, no. What is, what's your beer of choice though, when you do? What kind of, what, like,
4: what, what what's the style you usually go for? For me, uh, I like darker beers, more something like a stout, and uh, actually what we're having right now is actually pretty good. Right, right up your alley, kind of. Right border. up my alley, yeah. yeah. I'm not a huge fan of IPAs, I know that's really popular right now, mm-hmm. but for me, I just, I don't know, I guess it's something like you have to grow accustomed to like. Yeah. And for me, I just haven't, I guess, grown accustomed to it. Maybe never will, but I just personally don't like them.
0: Yeah. Yeah, no, I I. I get it. I still, it's It's taken years for me to come around, especially the IPAs. Like, it. it when I first started drinking, I was like, no,
1: fuck. Mm-hmm. That's what a lot of people are, though. Like, yeah. a lot of
3: people start on, like, a lager or, like, you know, lighter beers mm-hmm. and then move on to other sort of sweeter beers like the stouts can be yeah as long as they're not too dark yeah but ipa seems like a completely different track yeah cause it's it's so bitter and like people aren't used to enjoying that flavor mm-hmm. so
4: like uh, i have a couple friends from england and when i told him uh, like uh IPAs are really popular in america he's like what the hell is an rpa was <laughs> 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 his exact words to me he's like uh, <laughs> India pale ale, and he's like, What? He's like, Just, just have a room temperature lager, mate. <laughs> I was like,
1: All right, room temperature. Room well, temp- oh, yeah.
4: Well, in England, they, well, their room temperature is like you know 70 degrees, like a seven because like think of, you got to think of like an old English cellar mm-hmm. that's where they store their beer. So the room temperature to them is like cold for us, yeah.
3: It's cool, but it's not like ice cold, yeah.
4: Yeah, and it's like a cool.
1: So they drink all their beers at room temperature?
4: No, no, not all of them. There's like a certain I guess certain style of beer that they have over there that they just drink room temperature. Yeah.
0: It's Adam just, expanded on this when he when he went to when he went on his trip. He mm-hmm. came back
4: and he kind of explained this to us. Yeah.
0: Uh,
3: yeah. They I have them I in uh, in casks. The the cask beers, the ones in the wooden little wooden barrels and because they can't refrigerate that really, they just keep it out. So you just pump it a few times, it comes out room temp. Mm-hmm. It's good to go. Yeah, good. they actually have casks at uh, Red Light, Red Light, so same idea.
1: Uh, it's not really room temperature though. Yeah, maybe next time you go, you can bring them refrigeration. Mm. Oh. <laughs> just like show them. You can bring it to them. Yeah. show those heats. I'm an American. <laughs> yeah.
3: Look at
0: this. <coughs> um, you're uh, you're Dominican, right? Dominican Australian?
4: Yeah, mate. Yeah, i come from uh, down under from. Western Australia, the city of Perth. Yeah, yeah. Tell
0: tell tell the people
4: more about yourself. Get a little get a little
0: taming action in before we go into like some topics and stuff like that.
4: Well, you know, just so the people know who we are, who they're fucking. You know, I don't really let my Aussie accent out because it just drives people wild when they hear it. Uh They're just like, "Hey, who's this bloke over here? (laughs) What's he talking about?" Sometimes I don't even understand what half of what I'm saying. Yeah, right. So I just kind of have to ham up my. american accent a lot <laughs> just try to get it across but sometimes small aussie just slips out and i just can't really hold back it's hard it is hard man especially around here mm-hmm. i mean it's, i understand like florida's diverse but if you go to like backwards florida people just look at you like mate i, I can't understand a bloody word you're saying i was about to say that like i'm having trouble <laughs> hearing you actually mm-hmm. it's pretty hard oh uh, well, so I'll, I'll switch back to the American then. I mean, you know, we want you to be comfortable. Well, we want I'm you s- to be yourself. I don't, you know. Well, I don't I ask pre- you. I appreciate that. Yeah, I'll just, I'll, I'm around a, uh, you know, a little bit of Americans. I'm trying to assimilate, and uh, so people feel more comfortable and accepting around yeah. me. It's a pretty yeah. good accent. Yeah. yeah, yeah, it's solid. You're getting it's it. Very solid. you're getting it.
0: It's very oh. solid. Uh, Thank you, you know, you. Cu- couple more years in America, you'll
4: be doing just fine. Ah, uh, uh-huh. right in. Yeah, that's what I'm looking for. Yeah, that's what I'm looking for, <coughs> I'm <trying to laughs> America. Are you? uh, Did you grow up here? I mean, like you know. Yeah.
0: Like more of the, like the 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 latter half of your life, not not the full thing. Yeah. I know. I know you're from Australia. I got that, but I'm saying like
4: you know. Um. Yeah. Grew up. Uh. You know. Went to uni here. Um. <coughs> spent my uh, uni years at uh, UCF, go Knights. Uh, it's a great time there. Love Orlando. It's f- fucking brilliant, mate. Um, <laughs> although I have traveled quite a bit, uh, I would say that now, Florida's, it's all right, you know. There's other places that are a bit better, but I, would, I could see myself living here as I, when I get older because I'm not really a really fan of the cold weather. Mm-hmm. I fucking hate the cold weather. I just, I cannot stand it. At all, I mm-hmm. hate the cold. I hate hiking the cold. I hate being the cold. I hate looking at the cold. <laughs> Just can't stand it. <coughs> you went. to... You were in Asia, right? For you, 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 you hit there for a while. Yeah, I was out in Asia for about uh, two, almost two years. Did a little backpacking out there. You Spence. don't,
0: I, I, like I've established already. You don't really drink. But when you were out there, did you partake? And if you did, like. Oh, what mate. what can you what can you bring back to us? What can you tell us about it? All right,
4: it? well, so Asia is just a little bit different. So I had uh, I lowered my everything. Kind of when you're traveling, you lower everything. You lower your you lower your tolerance and you lower your standards. Uh-huh. It includes women as well. <laughs> <laughs> so um, what's that? I want to. uh Korea for a little while and I was out there and Korea is by far they drink the most out of any Asian country yeah I mean you ask the people there what do they do in their pastime, and they say oh drink and <laughs> yeah, that's not a joke you go to any little bar out there a little uh, little street corner street food stand there and they have a, uh, they sell what's called soju uh, which is soju yet uh, soju mm-hmm. And Mr. Romero knows all about it. Mm -hmm. (laughs) It's uh, basically a rice uh, liqueur, and it's uh, it can be a can be a powerful opponent because uh, you just keep drinking it, and once you get used to it, you start drinking it like water. Mm -hmm. Unfortunately Mm for me, I got too used to it, so by the end of my time in Korea, I was downing five bottles a night. (laughs) And that's not a joke either. And it was, my God. That's, uh, and the little, the, the bottles are about the size of beer bottles here in America. And, do you know the alcohol content? 21%.
0: God
2: yeah.
4: damn. Imagine like sweet vodka. Yes, it's like ah. sweet vodka. Exactly. <laughs> but it, it doesn't burn. Good. Yeah, it doesn't burn. It is good. When it's cold, it's, oh mate, it's so smooth and crisp. It's just like <laughs> the best thing and the, you know, to go with a, a nice cool evening. Yeah. Oh, and uh, what they do there, you know, you you never just drink in Korea. You always have to have what's called anju mm-hmm. Anju is like uh, little bits of uh, snacks you eat, like beer food. Yeah, like little not like peanuts here, but it's like little fried things here, or maybe some squid or little bits of uh, shellfish here, there, something like that. All right, so they have everything to go with. Uh, evening of drinking because it's never just straight drinking unless you're really looking to get buggered up (laughs) right so besides that the next craziest country for drinking for me was uh vietnam Uh my god (laughs) my god My my god uh vietnam's got you know it's It's small country but it's really diverse because it's so long Mm -hmm. from the north to south everything gets changed the terrain the people the accents the food is so different Um, i guess from an outside standpoint if you just go to one uh, city in vietnam you're like oh i've had all this stuff before but then you go to a different city and you try the same thing you're like oh this tastes totally different yeah like wow what is this like uh for instance a bowl of pho We have here a very famous Vietnamese noodled soup dish. Or or pho. Or pho, Pho. as as some people would call it. Yeah, we're not going to call it that. (laughs) Pho. Or Or pha. 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 In south, in Saigon, or as the communists call it, Ho Chi Minh City. (laughs) (laughs) It's a all the little side things like the vegetables and meat is a sauce, you know it's all uh, it's taken out it's not really served with the soup mm-hmm. but if you go to hanoi it's already in the soup in there and you just eat the soup right up yeah so that's like i guess the difference because the north is more communist so like you're going to take it as it is <laughs> and the south is more free like oh you can uh, pick and choose whatever you like i guess yeah. you know has a little bit more freedom however i don't know if that's really what is the true traditional way of doing it, but that's just what it is out there, and as in terms of drinking out there, they have this one thing called men's vodka hmm all right in um like for men it's it's literally is men. called men's vodka, <laughs> and I don't know what is in it, but my God, those Vietnamese men just keep pounding that stuff down like. It's going to go out of style. They're real men. Oh, yeah. They're real fucking men. And uh, they really do uh, show their hospitality out there. Yeah. You you just walk into any random restaurant as a foreigner, and uh, some random man will come up to you and offer you a drink. And there, it's customary to always just say yes. And by the end of the night, you've made uh, five new friends and down 20 bottles of men's vodka, Mm -hmm. and you wake up in the middle of, uh, you know, the... Ho Chi Minh River. <laughs> Even a Dominican Australian, they oh. welcome you like that. Oh, of course. Everyone's welcome there. That's
0: impressive. Hmm. Yeah. I've always wanted to go. That's one of the countries that, you know, you always start. Yeah. yeah. So it, it, it's one of those destinations people are always like, oh, no, not, not fucking Vietnam. <laughs> 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 Thanks. <laughs> like, just Jeez. Asia in general, like, just, you know, backpacking out there. That sounds like a really awesome time. How long did you, how long were you out there?
4: Uh, in Vietnam I was there for almost two months uh-huh. and then um, total travel around Asia is nearly two years uh-huh. yeah. but uh, I will say the best beer I had out there was this beer called Beer Lao Doc. alright it's from uh, Laos uh, they have their own little uh, brewery government owned because Laos is still communist mm-hmm. just like Vietnam uh, it's called they have two two beers there. Beer Lao and then Beer Lao dark. Beer Lao Dark is more like a closer to a stout and it's oh, it's delicious. I drink that every day there. Yeah. Incredible. Alright. That sounds like
0: uh, it sounds like there's a lot more to the culture that we that we need to explore. It's just getting it's 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 Everywhere has their own thing and it's just expanding. Like out here, I mean just just in Central Florida alone. Think about how many microbreweries there are, how many different yeah. flavors, how many different varieties that they're going for out here. And then just imagine the world.
2: All of the beer. Yeah.
0: <laughs> this show could go on forever, guys. Central Florida guys, is the
1: Lao
3: of America. I think you guys have That's, any what beers? That's what they say. That's what they say. Have
1: you guys like reviewed any beers from like Asia? We had that really bad little Buddha shaped
3: bottle. I don't remember doing that. Did we do that on the podcast? I I I thought so. It's it's a lager. Lucky lucky Buddha. Yeah, it's real. It's not good. No. The bottle's cool. I think it's Bud Light. The bottle's cool. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) The bottle's cool, but yeah, it tastes like trash. Yeah, no. I don't think we have. I don't think we've really had like
4: a traditional Asian beer. No. No like Sapporo. Height.
1: Even that's. I mean, you can get that everywhere. There's. I think I sent you guys a picture a while back of a menu where this restaurant had all these really rare, not rare, but like unheard of mm-hmm. Japanese selections of beers. And they all looked really, like, really amazing. Yeah. So, well. Might be a thing to do. Yeah. yeah. Oh,
2: yeah. For Explore sure. that a little more. Drink around the world and in, the the, in of, here. We have the opportunity to go drink, like, a lot of European beers, there's a selection that we don't really go into at
0: PATS. That's
2: there I mm-hmm. guess because they're more expensive and like a lot smaller of a size so like four packs for like 20 bucks so, like, yeah Belgium's, see this yeah a lot of Belgians
0: that's the issue though is like it it's kind of asking a lot you know when you can get a six pack or a 12 pack for the same price
2: for a four pack well it's the one beer in podcast mark that's true it's worth it man that's true we'll have to it. pay for the uh, plane ticket just get the yeah. expensive beer
0: and this show's worth it and we're worth it you're all worth it listeners yeah <laughs> <coughs> You're worth our opinions. Uh, do you remember, um, do you remember taming the, the, the night we got, we all got, um, Korean barbecue taco box? Yeah. Do you guys remember that? Yeah. Vaguely. It's, it's, I see the, the vagueness uh, on your face. A little bit. That's
1: it like is. one of the best Korean spots voted in Orlando, right? <laughs> oh, <laughs> yes. Jesus voted. Voted. Mm-hmm.
0: Voted. Yeah. Confirmed. Mm-hmm. Yeah. However yeah. you feel about it, you get the most bang for your buck from that food truck. Yeah. They I mean, they just pack that fucking thing filled with for like 6 bucks you get a taco, fucking piece of tofu, a chicken wing, some salad, a chicken wing. A one chicken Anyone wing, bro. One chicken wing. Just just from one. his memories one. Cause I, Am I wrong? A little bit, yeah. Kind of. Which what, what what part am I wrong about?
2: It, first off it being that good. It was good because we were drunk. Yeah, that's, maybe, that's probably it. Yeah, that's true. that cheese roll though, the, che- yeah, the Oof, cheese roll, is pretty so dang. good. That's in there too. That so was amazing. Give you a cheese roll, a ginger salad, a single chicken wing. Yeah, usually very sad looking, <laughs> uh, and either a sub or that taco that just like disintegrates as soon as you pick it up. Yes,
0: because it's so goddamn greasy. Yeah, it was wet. not good. But that really was like wet. a
2: very that truck, I think, like started the food truck movement. I mean, it was one, one of the, the first trucks. Truck.
0: Yeah, it
4: was one of the first ones
0: that. <laughs> i saw it here
4: yeah <coughs> well, yeah. like the food trucks a lot of the food trucks were popular like on in like west orlando yeah like but those are all like the you know the spanish arepas and yeah mm-hmm. stuff like that but nothing really that was more i guess could go to the mainstream mm-hmm. like something that was asian i guess like some people would like I guess yuppies would be like, "Oh yeah, that sounds great. Let me Let's take Johnny here." I think yeah. I think my you say mainstream food truck
0: and I think of like TGI food truck, TGI Fridays. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, how far away do you think we are from
1: something like Probably that? Probably
0: not very far.
2: Like I don't think just happen. No? No way. Like a lobster food like, truck, like
1: a alehouse. Food, I mean, truck. food truck yeah. yeah there's food truck i don't think so man. if
0: if it become if it gets to a point where it is like a booming industry there's no way like these franchises don't try to get their paws into it
4: yeah, well there's there's like these mobile mobile restaurants now yeah they have those like uh actually uh you know burger U mm-hmm. you yes. in ucf they have a little mobile uh little uh food stand
1: well, there's a reason for that because their location is terrible. Yes, they have a pretty yeah, awful location. That yeah. is
4: true. I was
0: watching um, the pizza show on YouTube. And, uh, is that what it's called? It is called The Pizza oh. Show. And um, one of the episodes was about how mainstream pizza as an idea has gotten, basically. Just like it's it's this fast food. Everybody loves it. And now people are trying to do like all these weird things with it because yeah. it's like an institution. Arsene. Right?
1: Practitional. Pizza. Right. Exactly.
0: Pizza. <clears throat> One of the things that they were talking about was out in Silicon Valley. There's a company that is uh, trying to make pizza pizza making as automated as possible. So they have this building where the pizza gets made on basically a conveyor belt. And there's only like there's like two, two or three people there, the, the chef who designed the pizza and then like. Technicians who design the pizza and then like te- technicians who fucking keep <laughs> their eye on his the pizza and cad <laughs> pizza designer <laughs> <laughs> um, but the but the craziest thing that they're working on is um a fucking truck that makes the pizza on its way to you as opposed to in the kitchen mm-hmm. so that you get the pizza as fresh as possible
1: um, I think I heard this would. Pizza Hut was experimenting with something like that. Probably. Well, the the
0: the company's like a third party company that would like you know work with other franchises and stuff. But yeah, so that's. I mean. That's ridiculous. It is fucking crazy. It Just is. Go to the restaurant, man. You know, people are on the move, man. They ain't got time to be fucking no, going they're to not restaurants. On the move if they're getting order to their house. Hey, don't judge.
2: It would be something if you like, and the and the truck pulls up next to you while you're on the highway. And throws
3: There's the pizza. The pizza <laughs> the car. Boom! Here you go. <laughs>
0: Hey, I don't know.
2: It could.
3: Well, that, that sort of came up in an article about uh, automated cars, too, because they're saying that in the future, you know, you won't need delivery, boys, obviously. You just have a truck <laughs> that makes the stuff as it's being delivered to you, and then that's it. And then what? You walk up to the truck, and then it just, like, opens yeah, up, and that's sh- here is your pizza, sir. That's creator. it. That's it. Or, you know, you could take, like, basically what's a pizza courier back to your house, uh, instead I thought of a re- he said
0: pizza curry for a second. I was like, ugh.
3: Pizza curry. Stop it. I try it. Somebody's probably made it. Um, uh,
2: curry pizza? No. That doesn't sound good to you?
4: Hell no. Oh, I think that exists in Korea. Uh, you can make it. No. There's a way to make Depends it. Depends on the bread. Naan. Yep. Naan. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm okay with, <laughs> it. It makes I'm okay with that. Makes perfect sense. I'm okay with it that. Makes perfect <laughs> sense. Have you had sweet potato on your pizza? No. <laughs> it exists in Japan and Korea. <laughs> sweet potato? Sweet potato. You would be so surprised what they have in Japan and Korea. Their pizza selection. Hmm. It just gets wild.
0: Yeah, that's one of the places that was on the show that they were talking about.
4: Like, does they get really experimental with it? It gets insane. They put sweet potato, they put fried shrimp. Yeah, I like uh, that. Like these giant fried no, shrimp like balls. All these crazy. Like, you know, there's giant fried shrimp balls from like dim sum places? Uh-huh. Imagine that on a pizza. <clears throat> but have you seen like a Taco Town taco? Taco town,
2: yeah, where they take like a hard shell taco and they put a flour tortilla around it, and then they take the flour tortilla and the hard shell taco and they put it inside of a case full of guacamole, and then they take a Chicago deep dish pizza and wrap it around it. <laughs> what and they give you a take home carry home back? It's an SNL skit. Though. Oh, I, I kind
4: like, of oh, well, recognize this. Get the fuck out of here. Can you
3: order that now? Um, anyway, what I was saying was they. They basically propose that there's a pizza car that picks you up from work or whatever and takes you home. This is ridiculous. And the pizza's <laughs> done by the time your car ride's done because it's an automated car. You don't have to drive or anything. Is the pizza you, in the car? Yeah, pizza's in the car. What? Okay. You just grab the pizza and you're good to go. Like at this point, it's like so
2: far in the future that people don't have their individual cars anymore. It's just a service. This is, mm. I'm, uh, I guess at that point, car accidents wouldn't be a thing. No, no. Yeah, like, no, they'd be like really bad fatalities if you got into an accident with. A Pizza oven in your car. Those yeah. Poor yeah. Can you imagine? Those poor pizza. <laughs> <laughs> poor pizza. Jesus.
1: <laughs> I mean,
2: he, yeah, he
0: died encased in dough. <laughs> he's just in the dough. He's in the crust. <laughs> how, how far away really do you think we are from something like fucking iRobot where he's just sitting in the car? and he's going like 300 miles an hour and from, he's like from fully automated cars fully, fully automated cars like a, like a highway filled with fully automated cars highway a highway like everyone's got one right. if you don't have one it's kind of like it's illegal um, not illegal but dangerous like frowned upon that you don't to, have one there'd have to be
3: like a non-automated road that's inside. what I'm saying
0: like I don't think people people would I mean people still drive fucking Hummers and shit even though we know how bad they are for the environment some people just want to do what the fuck they want to do so, I don't think that you could ever be like, no, you can't drive that kind of car anymore. You know what I'm saying? So, I think that, yeah, there would be like a lane, mm-hmm. like a bike lane, the but death it'd be like the, the death lane. <laughs> yeah. Then just like shuffle all of
2: like the bullshit. Well, to say there'd still be roads? Maybe people who want to drive themselves can stay on the road. Everybody else flies in their car. Yeah, <laughs> yeah that's true. I oh, know. I say we're probably,
3: I've heard estimates that say we're only 50 years away from that. I'd say it's probably closer to 100
0: um what was that your expertise yep okay yep (laughs) i don't know man i think i i I think it may be closer to 50 years yeah yeah i don't think it's gonna take another 100 years before we get to a point like that i mean i think the only thing that's one of the biggest issues i guess is like how much it costs to do shit like the the cost of it is like not Mm -hmm. worth it yet you know well not only that you have to get people to replace their cars like
3: people love their cars especially americans yeah so I don't see that really happening, that transition happening that quickly. I think there's going to be more automated cars on the road, and I think that they're going to get better technology as far as, like, you know, feedback and sensing and safety and all that type of
0: stuff. But what would you guys do tomorrow? Elon Musk shows up at your door and he's like, I got an automated car for you, but you got to give me back your car. That's it. But that's the only trade off. Like, you can't go out and buy a car anymore. Give me that shit it. is done, son. But here's an automated car. I'll but it looks it. like shit. It looks, looks like, like it looks like it looks like the fucking Scion, like the the box Scion. It looks uh, like garbage. Give me, give me that. You take it. I'll drive it. Yeah. No, mm. it looks like a Aztec. Yeah, oh, it God. looks like a fucking oh. Aztec. Oh,
2: It Looks Christ. like an Aztec. That's the worst. Yeah. yeah. I can't believe people bought those cars. What
4: would you do? <laughs> I would. Uh, no, I'd have to pass. You pass? You gotta oh, keep driving yours. Oh, I've got a pickup truck, mate. Yeah. I can't go wrong. I mean, ladies love the trucks. That's true ladies love trucks aztec is a truck nice. sort of
0: <laughs> <laughs> it's pieces of a truck mm-hmm. glued to other pieces that's a
4: f- that is a frankenstein car if i ever did see one it's yeah it's gross plastic paneling what would you do adam um
3: i'd probably take it honestly yeah free car yeah you would take it
1: yeah <laughs> <laughs> free car you yeah. take it yeah 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 um i wouldn't give up my current car i would love one for a daily driver but i love cars too much to mm-hmm. want to give away my motorized vehicle Uh-huh. see yeah. there's there's
0: there it is right there the <clears throat> car culture is too strong like you said especially here mm-hmm. for people to people wouldn't do it i don't think the majority of people Ah, eh, then again i think there would be a lot of people who fucking would it make life a lot easier. I would. I'd do it in a well, and there's I don't a, give a shit about cars. I'm sure
3: there's a lot of people that are apprehensive as far as the technology that isn't really proven yet. They won't trust it. So yeah, they're like, yeah, okay, okay, this company's giving me this free car, like, does that mean they can choose when I can drive it or not? Or like what control do they right, have over it? Right, right. That well I don't that's know about? I mean, that's
0: a big issue, period. Mm-hmm. Like not even in a hypothetical sense, but like, you know I, I, I saw somewhere that um, one of the cars that Elon was working on I may have my signals crossed here. Bear with me. But there was a car that he had that was like 250 horsepower when you bought it. You could, you could upgrade, but it's the same car. They just unlock it you basically unlock like DLC? a ba- – Yeah, basically. The like The right horsepower goes up. They unlock it for you basically. <clears> throat> it's throat> in the car already, and they just give you access to the horsepower <throat> if you pay more for it. Now, I, I, like I'm butchering it, but that is basically the general idea of this car. I don't even know if it was Elon Musk, but I know it was an electric car that was that that was the concept. Mm-hmm. And that's like a lot of people were like, "What the fuck?" I mean, I'm paying. I mean, it's the same thing as like video games. I'm paying for this thing. You already have it, and it's already there. And now I have to pay you more to give me access to the shit that I already paid for. And it's a huge. It's it's you know, and see on
2: like a production level they'll be like all right that makes sense just make the same car right a hundred thousand times and then just give them like <clears throat> access levels yeah. and then but like on a consumer standpoint that's bullshit because you're, you're buying it already you have it it's yours you spent it
0: uh-huh mm-hmm.
2: <laughs> so why can't you use it yeah, just hack the car, man. Mm-hmm. That's what's gonna happen. Yeah, it's gonna fuck up all the safety systems.
0: <laughs> yeah, well, that's what's. I mean, that's just that's just gonna be the natural reaction to all of this shit. Net neutrality, jailbreak gonna, your car, find j- a way around it. <laughs> yeah, people are just gonna. That's what. The, that's just what they do. The people resist, son. They resist. America. The revolution is now.
1: Do you guys know about that Roadster that Tesla just came out with? Oh, the what? Yeah. The Roadster? There's so this is Roadster that apparently a does zero to 60 in 1.9 seconds. Yeah. yeah. You know, has the potential to maybe do more than that. That's insane. Uh-huh. Did you see the video of the... Talk uh, about the, the balls takeoff? on that yeah, car. Yeah, it looks like a mm. roller coaster. Yeah, the guy oh. was like, it, sound, it felt like we yeah. took off. <laughs> I think it's, it's... Put wings on it. It's an amazing car, but I, it's still... The fact that there's no sound coming from it mm-hmm. would... The, it would bother me a lot. What if they put a yeah. speaker in there for you? Yeah. Vroom. It's not
2: vroom. <laughs> I mean, <so laughs> it's, it's, Elon, Elon, it's Elon Musk. He's yeah, exactly. out know, like vroom. <laughs> it, it,
1: there's just a, a, a. It's it's a part of a supercar. It's not about a car that is just fast. I mm-hmm. think if that was the case, then uh, a lot of manufacturers, Lamborghini for our day, would do those mm-hmm. things. But those guys are focusing more on the driving experience itself, and mm-hmm. that's that's where I think Tesla may 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 not get it right. Yeah. I mean, but. the, Tesla roaster apparently has like good handling abilities too. So yeah.
0: 250,000. It's just
1: the sound. Like it needs to be there. I need to, I need to hear something. Make that. Yeah. Yeah, But it's not the same. The
3: sound, the vibration, (laughs) the vibration. That's also a thing. They They could do all that. Sound is
0: vibration.
1: Yeah, (laughs) Yeah, that's true. But like also really, really feeling it. Like in the heart, you
0: got to feel it in your taint. Mm -hmm. I know what he's saying. Or in the pit of your stomach. Mm -hmm. The
1: feeling. Yeah. It's, it's something different. Right. If if you've ever been Between the balls
0: and cheeks. That's fast where car. I want to feel my fast cars. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Uh, you know what I'm saying. I think look me in the Roaster's eyes and tell great. me you know what I'm car. saying.
2: Oxy would drive it. Look mind. at him, Bond. <laughs> look at He's me. not going to stop looking look at you. you at don't me. Look at him.
0: Taint. Right in the taint.
3: You got to acknowledge his taint. Look I
0: at acknowledge it. acknowledge
1: your taint. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah. <laughs> I, I, I,
0: yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> 50, awkward.
0: $50,000 deposit. Just just to kind of put your name on the board to get one, then two hundred thousand dollars for the car itself. Right. Yeah. That's it's pretty how, cheap. Yeah. yeah, but I mean, it's actually yeah, you're yeah, right. No, like, it like, is. It's not that bad. It really is in the grand scheme of things. Yeah, compared to like a Bugatti. Right. And the no charge
1: way. is supposed to be like eight hundred miles or something like that. Yeah, you're supposed to get somewhere around I want to say six hundred miles to a charge. Yeah. So that's not bad. Way that's better than, really than really it's pretty Porsche. much any supercar.
3: Just takes two years to charge. Yeah. <laughs> yeah
1: yeah that, i don't know how long it would take to charge
0: honey look at that one day we'll be able to drive it <laughs> <laughs> yeah now get in your aztec <laughs> <laughs> yeah i think um the car culture is just too strong i think we're you know everything that americans care about if if they're passionate about it they're ju- they're too passionate about it to give it up like uh for example guns, guns that's a good one um Meat, alcohol. meat,
3: alcohol. Yeah, they're they're meat. they're
0: you know scientists are experimenting with not fabricating meat, but basic basically fabricating it, like putting it together in a lab. Mm-hmm. And I just I I fail to believe that people would trust it and eat it. You know, there's just too many people who like are not vaccinating their kids because a fucking porn star told them not to, and I just don't. Sorry, uh, really? uh uh the fucking Jenna McC- uh, is she a porn star? Maybe I I'm confusing her with Jenna Jameson. But Jenna Ma- that, Jenny McCarthy is, she a, is not a porn star. She's a reality <laughs> TV star. She did some bu- She's famous for bullshit. is yeah. No, nah, maybe. She did she ain't she ain't done nothing but fuck people up. Oh, That's definitely. all she's done is misinform people. Yeah. Her right. dumbass read one article from some bullshit website and they've like I don't know how many times people have to debunk this stupid ass theory and yet people are still like I'm not vaccinating my kids. Mm-hmm. Mm-mm. No, no. It gives Spread them autism, the gives them gives them down syndrome, blah blah blah. Anyway, that's not why I brought that up. Uh the meat, the, the 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 they're 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 experimenting with creating meat in labs. And I just don't think that people would trust it. But if you think about it like all the like all these people who claim to care about the environment and claim to care about animals lives and shit like that the humane treatment of animals like that's the solution but i don't think people would i don't think that's going to jive well with especially people here who are like you know just cut that fucking cow up man i don't give a shit about that i just want some red meat we just care like like uh, like a like a person who like a like a barbecue master like a pit master or those fucking guys who are like no i want that i want the real deal I've spent my life working with the real deal. I'm not just going to get some shit from a lab. And hey, who am I to tell him that he's wrong, right? I mean, you know, people are passionate about shit.
3: But what if they can clone it to taste and look and feel exactly the same as the real thing?
0: I mean, but that's what they're trying to do. Yeah, and know?
3: I've heard that's what they're like aiming for is having it
0: taste and look and feel right? exactly the same. So if you could do that and you couldn't even, you couldn't even tell in a taste test, Blind taste test. You couldn't tell the difference. But if somebody told you that this one was growing in a lab and this one was on a farm, I think people would still be like, nah, I don't want the lab one. You know? Yeah. And that's what's going to fuck us up in Out the future. curiosity, I'd say the lab one. I mean, I, I'm fully on board with it. As <laughs> well, long as I like the get the it right.
4: People just want something that's authentic. True. Just okay? like the same thing with diamonds, right? They can have lab-grown diamonds and mm-hmm. they can have real diamonds. But people always pick the real diamonds because it's more authentic right 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 they just want that authentic feeling yeah that's it that's what coming yeah. I mean, coming boils down to
0: there's a huge thing with authenticity like people who you know it doesn't matter what it costs and 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 you know what it's going to do what what are the consequences to it they just want that thing it and, and it could be as simple as fucking music you know, people want authenticity in their music. They want it in their movies, their their movie stars, their food, their fucking cars.
4: That goes to, like, this whole, you know, kind of, like, hipster movement of everything's handcrafted. Right. Mm-hmm.
2: Even though it's not as accurate as machines.
4: Exactly. Right. You, know, it's, you want the imperfection. It looks like shit, but, ah, it's handcrafted. Right. All mm-hmm. natural.
0: Right. And, and, it's garbage. And, and there's definitely a charm to that, you know? Somebody who actually sat down with their bare hands and, and put you know something together for you but i don't know i'm torn i'm torn because i do appreciate things like that you know like a handcrafted anything there's an appreciation level to that mm-hmm. but also like if you just let a machine do it and it comes out perfect like oh, if I can take, i'll take that you know like going back to the pizza <laughs> yeah, thing <it's> cheaper. <laughs> like if, if 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 you know you get like this guy well, okay, this, that's
2: that's a good question is the, is the automated pizza cheaper it I don't. Should it should be. Yeah, it should see. be. But I don't think it is right now. It really right upsets now. me that a large pizza is like twenty bucks, but I know all those ingredients maybe like four yeah. or five dollars. Yeah, yeah. Because the me? overhead on that is, it's none. So profit margin is crazy. Mm-hmm. Pizza's is a
0: really good business to get into. If you haven't <laughs> gotten into the pizza business, you we need think to get into the pizza business, guys. How do we infuse pizza with beer? Just pour that it into you the don't. dough. It's already done for you. <laughs> Huh? It's done already. What do you mean? You have pizza. You have beer. <laughs> I'm saying put it in there,
2: and like put the pizza in the beer. Like
0: get drunk off your pizza. Yeah, no, Just put
3: put beer balls on top of the pizza. <laughs>
0: just just roll them <laughs> in the dough. Yeah. Break the glass. Everything. Mm-hmm. No, I mean like taking a like the process of making the dough. Get some beer in there. How much do you think that would fuck up the chemicals in it? Would it even like hold? I mean, would you like be able to make data? it? Yes
1: doesn't do that
3: it's yeast so so would like why not it would work right and yeast maybe
4: like <laughs> alcohol so what is that
0: what i'm saying is you want an alcoholic pizza yes okay and i want to give it a shot right now yes man. yes i am yes i am and wouldn't you love it
1: i would try it definitely i would try it. everything once yeah mostly everything
0: yeah. <laughs> i like that
1: yeah.
0: <laughs> mm-hmm. i
2: would
0: drive an aztec once I only, off a cliff. Yeah, cool. <laughs>
1: are cool because of Breaking Bad, but yeah, I wouldn't drive one. Nah. No. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um. Yeah. No. yeah. Yeah. I think I think going back to the Tesla subject, I think they're the way I see it from as a car dude is that Tesla's what they're doing is amazing, but I think a lot of people think that it's going to kill the car. It's mm-hmm. really not about killing the automobile. I think it's about fixing a problem, which is pollution you know which is uh like resources and all that so when, when i think about like lab grown meat um, i would say if it's the same thing then i wouldn't like it because um something like red meat is already unhealthy for you as it is so if they were to make say red meat but also make it good for you in the sense of you won't get like heart problems from eating it right then i feel like maybe that would be kind of cooler to mm-hmm. you know you can enjoy the same type of foods without having to um deal with all the, so the problems
2: what you're associated. saying is if the meat felt and like tasted like real meat right like the electric car could be made to feel and sound like an actual car. <laughs> yeah i mean well, that,
1: without the pollution this is, though this, this is what i'm saying that tesla is doing that's what they're doing is they're not trying to replace the car they're trying to make it better for everyone like as far as you know
2: transportation goes but so if you had the sound and the feel you'd be into that
1: well, you can't ha- that's the thing, you can't replicate no? the sound and feel. because my
4: PlayStation controller has a rumble, rumble <laughs> in it. Well, that reminds me. Do you, <laughs> do you guys ever watch that show, uh, was it Pick My Ride? Yeah, yeah, yeah. fuck yeah, yeah man. Yeah, I, yeah, had, I said They every had single that over day. there. Yeah, well, well, uh, they have like something like it over there? Well, you know, we got some, uh, you know, American TV shows down there. Yeah. yeah. I was like, import, I was like, what, who hey, the bloody hell is this? Exhibit? Exhibit exhibit he was like oh bloody hell he's mad mike oh this, this bloke is really anyway i remember there was an episode in there where they mad mike he was showing at the end of the show he's like well we've installed this system in your car where you can press any car you like and it'll make that sound through the sound system okay, that episode. That's
0: so stupid
4: yeah and i was like what the bloody hell you're like you have a toyota corolla that's making the sound of a lamborghini yeah. <laughs> so i mean if you really wanted you can do that right but i guess it's like with doing that it's we go back to the thing of not it not being authentic right right and that and that's something that i just don't think people would be able to
0: wrap their heads around i just don't think people would be able to accept something like that like i like even just hearing something like that I'm like, ugh, no, I'm not into that. Yeah. Like give me the one or the other, but I'm not I'm not going to have buttons that give me the sound yeah. of it. That's ugh, that's there's, awful.
1: Uh there's actually a car manufacturer, I can't remember who it was. I want to say it was Porsche or Audi, um but they actually did implement something um into their actual car that made the exhaust sound deeper than it really was. And they used the the audio system yeah. to do <laughs> it. Yeah, that's pretty funny. Yeah. Just because of that whole experience thing, right? Yeah, so
3: there's there's certain untangible things that you take for granted mm-hmm. with something that is authentic. Now we're already seeing the issue with going back to the food issue with people having this backlash against GMOs. Uh huh. So anything genetically modified, there's automatically this fear that yeah, there's something wrong with it,
0: and you people know, don't really even understand GMOs. They hear the phrase yeah. GMO and they go, "No, it's a, I don't it's want a buzzword." That.
3: Yeah, yeah, it's definitely a buzzword. Mhm.
1: Yeah, isn't, aren't there a lot of things that we actually do eat that is GMO? Yeah, oh, for there's sure, all, there's hundreds sure. of things that people. I think like,
4: all corn in America is GMO. Yeah, that doesn't surprise me. And like people like, oh, I love corn. Yeah. I can't even oh, I love corn. It's so good, <laughs> mm, yummy.
0: <laughs> so yeah, they they you know, I think that stuff like this gets politicized too much, and that's that's going to be the biggest issue with getting people to accept some of this stuff you know it's it's gonna it's gonna fall down to personal opinion but it's also gonna fall down to you know i think that the reason that that some people are so against electric cars is not that i don't think they even understand the concept or that or what it could do for the environment i just think that it's been so politicized that one side is gonna go no fuck that i i want i want my hummer i don't give a fuck what it means you know, I'm going to be on this planet for another 50, 60 years maybe after that. I don't give a fuck what happens. What? Eat a dick. Whoa. Um,
3: <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, no, but the. But you the, see what I'm saying? Yeah, like, yeah. The, the second you say anything about the environment, some of the population closes their Yes, ears. there is
0: a percentage that people go, no, no, nope, not, not, not. having it.
4: Yeah, they're like, oh, you're just being a hippie.
0: Yeah. Right. Yeah. And some people don't even think, like, they don't even believe that it's going, like, a lot of people don't believe that it's going on. So that's another issue. Mm-hmm. So that, like, it's it's not, it's something where a lot of people are like, I'm not going to concern myself with that, even in the slightest, because it's not real. Right. And so this guy, Elon Musk, and all these other people who are trying to advance this kind of technology, they're wasting their time and they're wasting their money, because I don't give a fuck about that shit. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's it's that's an issue. Right. So, there's just gonna, there, but there's always gonna be that percentage of the population who just doesn't get on board,
3: mm-hmm.
0: or is, is against it just off the bat
3: because yeah. it, it seems like a political issue. Yeah, it's really not. Yeah. Mm. What are you gonna
0: do? What are you gonna do? What are you gonna do? What are you gonna do? What are we gonna do? You finally got yourself a mic.
1: Yes, sir <laughs>
0: <laughs> He's so clear. Thanks, Drunk Dave. He's here. Yeah, he's about to go get a sushi burrito.
1: Yeah, I hope you choke on it. <laughs> <laughs> tell us why you don't like sushi burritos. I think it goes back to the idea of things being authentic, right? Yeah. Um, and I don't think that everything needs to be put into a burrito <laughs> or a taco <laughs> in order for you to enjoy. Oh, you got them started. That's and right. To talk about sushi in general, like I'm more of the type of guy who, who likes sushi because of the fish. Yeah. And that's how I eat it. I don't. I don't. Hold I don't eat sushi with fried stuff on top. of it. Tell me
2: what a sushi burrito is.
1: There's actually. Um, So sushi burrito is sushi ingredients inside of a tortilla.
2: There's no tortilla. It's just it's pretty much a sushi roll that's not cut.
1: Okay, so then that's actually called something else in Japan. What's it called? I don't remember. It's something. uh, uh, There's a term for it. Burrito sushi. But Japan actually has something that looks like a burrito. It's actually using the seaweed. Um, But, you know, here we are butchering the shit out of it by calling it a burrito. Mm -hmm. It actually has its own actual word.
2: Yeah, well, it just proves your point. Why would they call it that word when all Americans know what a burrito is?
1: Well, everyone knows what sushi is. We didn't have to change right. it, what it was. We, didn't, we don't call but it. But if a, you call it sushi in a burrito, they go, Oh, I guess. So <laughs> that, that's exactly what it is. They're 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 taking this and they're trying to dumb know, it down. Dumb it down for people. But on top of that, I know that the sushi burrito itself has ingredients in it that probably shouldn't be in it. Yeah, well,
2: I gotta go. Fish. I'm taking your shoe.
1: Yeah. <laughs>
2: <No>. <laughs> I give the beer a four out of six for that's that's future right? reference. It's pretty good. Uh, the java in it actually i think it worked i think i'm i'm awake right on good right on it was tasty all right all right okay you guys keep it going i'll be back in a few
0: okay all right that was drunk dave ladies and gentlemen no you're not sports with drunk god dave (laughs) dude taking a
1: handicapped
4: man's shoe he's gone get out it's over oh bloody hell he really took his shoe it'll be outside (laughs) yeah he did he did actually it'll be
1: outside he has plenty of shoes i can take yeah he didn't. He
0: actually did leave it outside. So I can see it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so yeah, that does. Um, it does raise the the uh, an interesting point. It goes back to the whole thing of authenticity. I think that's what I'm just going to call this episode authenticity. authenticity. Yeah. I'm going to do something. else. It's going to be in there. That mm-hmm. word is going to be in the title. Um. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, like the way that we. Like um like uh that place you like to go to uh, uh um, church no Oh, yeah <laughs> yeah yeah sure buddy sure um the place where they call you a ninja that makes me super uncomfortable oh suicide oh yeah have you been there yep what do you think of that the taming jump in here too because I know how Dominicans have a strong it's a opinion little difficult
1: because uh, when you kind of know the people that that run it um I think it's a I think it's a good idea I think it's expensive for what it is yeah um, truthfully mm-hmm. because you. It's. I want to say it's kind of formed on the basis of uh, poke bowls. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, yeah, uh, that makes sense. But it, it came out way before they people knew what that was. I think it's okay. Like I, I will go there every now and then just to try it out. But I need my actual sushi fix by going to like a like Sato or something, mm-hmm. and getting nigiri. Yeah. So it's. So like, something like Socai, um, All their ingredients there are. Or up to you, right? You can put whatever you want on there. Mm-hmm. So they're that type of place, um, they're not trying to make anything for you. Other than actually they do have a sushi burrito there, actually, which is a tortilla. Oh, yeah. They uh, actually uh, do have so sushi. I'm not going to talk about that. that. Deep <laughs> we're going to leave that one <laughs> yeah, alone. That's right. Uh, <laughs> I think it's really up to you, though. Like, if I go there, I'll get rice. I'll get, like, plenty of, like, salmon or or um, tuna on it. But, like, what I order is going to be kind of formed around my own taste. Yeah, That's how I do it. So I think it's – I can't knock them other than that burrito.
4: Yeah, I know that the place literally—it's the same spelling as sushi, but they—it's they s- it's- <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> just say "suse high.
1: high." Is that what you were trying to say? Is like them using the word the wrong way?
0: No, well, yeah. no. Okay. I mean, that's—I <laughs> mean, that does bother me. Yeah. <laughs> I
4: mean, it's like the misappropriation of cultures, you know. Yeah. Just like um, just how like almost nearly every. Almost all the Japanese restaurants in Orlando are not owned by Japanese people. No. It's like owned by either Vietnamese or Koreans Mm -hmm. or like... Chinese. Chinese or some Mexicans.
0: I was just about to say, every time I go to a Japanese place, I see Mexicans cooking my food.
4: Exactly. So it's like, oh, these people, these Americans, they love Japanese food. Let's just fucking name ourselves Amura or or Samurai. It's so exciting. They'll love it. it. (laughs) Yeah.
1: I mean, I don't think there's anything wrong with, like, say, a Mexican person cooking my foe or anything. Like no, that. no, definitely uh, not.
0: That That's not... It's just... Again, it goes back to the issue of authenticity. Like, if I go to a Japanese place and the server is vaguely Asian, maybe, and then, like, <laughs> the fucking guys who are cooking it are all Mexicans, I'm oh, yeah. kind of like, what the fuck? What is <laughs> yeah, happening? There's, in there? like, that, that you know?
1: warning flag of, like, when you go into a Chinese place and, and everyone that you see there is not Asian. Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. but, like... I, maybe this is not like, you know, I'm not getting the real deal thing there, yeah. um, but who knows? Same, um, like a really P.F. Chang's.
3: Yeah. <laughs> right. Yeah. 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 Uh, I was going to say, same thing with any really, like, ethnic restaurant. If you don't see that ethnicity in there, yeah. it's kind of like, mm, maybe they know a better spot that yeah. we don't know about. Yeah. So, yeah.
1: There's, there's an issue with that, too. Like, when... I get this question asked this question a lot when when people are like, "Where can I get real Mexican food?" or "Where can I get real Vietnamese food?" Or, yeah. or "Where can I get real like you know whatever it is?" and if you think, I mean, this is more on the on the very critical side of things, but if you think about it, like when someone says that, like you should technically be able to go to a, re- a Mexican restaurant and get Mexican food, right? Right. It's kind of it's kind of a kind of disturbing to me at at some times, you know like when someone says, "Where can I get real Asian food?" I'm like, what? Like you know what I mean? Like it's kind of. Bothersome, I guess. Yeah, but I'm rambling here. <laughs> <laughs> but it, I don't know if you guys see that point. Like, you know, you, you should be able to walk into any Mexican restaurant and 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 think that you know you're actually getting right. Mexican food. Right.
0: Um, it's uh, it's it is kind of it's it's like like you said, Tamin, the, the 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 appropriation of cultures is kind of like it's it's not. It's not an appreciation of the culture. It's just like, we know that white people like Mexican food. We know that white people like Asian food. So we're just going to serve this to them in the fastest, most efficient way possible. Mm-hmm. And we don't really care about the quality or right. the, and, the authenticity of it. And keep it very
3: safe. We, I, we know the specific dishes that they like. <laughs> yeah. And we know what they're okay with. We know what they're not okay with. Yeah. So we're just going to serve this. And it ends up being a, a bit more bland, mm-hmm. a bit more vanilla in the middle of the road. Nothing's yeah. exceptional. There's no really surprises. Really big surprises. That's why there's the whole thing of the secret menus and all this type of stuff right. that you know, yeah. like the mainstream people won't like
0: anyway. Yeah. So yeah. And, and that's you know, uh, uh, people asking you where do you get where do you get the real Cambodian food? Where do you get the real Vietnamese food? Like that that line of thinking is the reason why we're we're a hundred years away from electric cars. 200 years away from you know lab grown meat Mm -hmm. you know the things that would help the environment the things that would propel us forward that line of thinking is why we're we're so far away from those things but at the same time like i can't fault those people because like sometimes i have the same thought press process where i'm like i want to get the most legitimate form of this thing Mm -hmm. because like if I'm gonna go out and spend the money for that thing, like I, I want it the like the best that I could find, the most authentic way that I can find it. You yeah. know, you it's, could you could go to the store and get 25 cent ramen, or you can go to like Sato or some other yeah. place and like get real ramen. Mm-hmm. And like even if it, even if you could buy top ramen at the store, buy all the accoutrements, throw that shit in there in your kitchen, and it tastes the same way. You're not going to appreciate it the same way as if like you saw the dude prepare it or you went somewhere and you paid twelve dollars for a bowl of ramen and you're like yeah this is you're eating it with chopsticks like <laughs> hey, this is real this is real
1: ramen yeah
0: and like you people some people just can't get past that line of thinking you know mm. so i just think that we're always going to be stuck there's always going to be that percentage of people who are just stuck in that and they're just like Wait, so are you
1: saying that it's, some people just don't won't do something just because they don't think it's authentic
0: Yes. Oh, yeah. Yes. For sure. That's exactly what I'm saying. I just think that there, is, yeah. there are some people who are just like, it doesn't matter how easy it can be or how close I can get to this thing. Mm-hmm. If it's not what I think it is, I don't, I don't care for it. Yeah. You know?
1: I, I, yeah, I see the, the point in that. And even with ramen, like, sometimes I'm cool with, like, having my little $1 ramen and just yeah. eating it and be like, yo, this, I'm, I'm cool with this. <laughs> totally fine, you know? Yeah. Everything has its own, like uh, like, scale, I guess it would be. You know, like I'm, I, as, when it comes to like restaurants and going to go eat and stuff, like I'm always about like all the hole in the wall places that it might not be the greatest, but situation wise, like for example, I guess Gringo's. <laughs> <laughs> like everyone, gringos I would never locals. say it's the best tacos in Orlando, but I would be like, if I'm drunk, Gringo's is like probably one of the best places you can go to. to Hell be, yeah. Mm-hmm.
4: Know, Confirmed. Confirmed.
1: Um, but I don't know. Like I would be like, <laughs> it's Saturday morning. I'm going to go get lunch at Gringo's. Like, no, it's not going to happen. It's right.
4: Yeah. well for me like ramen hits a very very sensitive spot having traveled in japan i know i keep going back to like the asia stuff but yeah, that's fine honestly their japan like food is an art and they do like, they, it like they are real craftsmen when they come to it people just don't open a re- restaurant they apprenticed for years before right. they open a restaurant because they want something that's real they know something that it'll be good and people can actually like and that's not necessarily the case here. No. At, at all. Like, uh, I just saw a YouTube video on how to do it. I, I know how to make ramen now. <laughs> it's like, oh, Christ, mate. Come on. Like, let's, that's not proper. Yeah. Did like, you see
1: that episode? I forget what chef it was. Um, but he made, he went and made ramen, but he used the packets to make it. And he served it. And people actually paid, like, $20, $25 for it they were like this is amazing this broth is great and he like just used the packets for it Yeah, and he just served yeah, it
4: yeah that's like a, there's this one YouTube video where <laughs> uh, these blokes just uh, they get McDonald's and they serve it at like this uh, as hors d'oeuvres at this incredibly expensive uh, galley chicken nuggets oh, they're, like, they're like oh these are gourmet uh, fried chicken whatever and it's just chicken McNuggets yeah and like they got hired to do that yeah, It was ridiculous. They're so like, I, I, oh, I, my God. Some
0: people just don't. And, and, you know, it's like people, I don't think people's palates are as, as sophisticated as they think they are. Mm-hmm. You know, that's why I always, like, again, I, I wouldn't judge anybody who wants to just eat Top Ramen because, like, honestly, like, if you put a bowl of Top Ramen and a bowl of, like, some guy's $30 ramen in front of me, <laughs> I don't know if I'd be able to taste the difference. Like, my palate's just not that sophisticated. It's not that, you know. Mm-hmm. Educated, mm-hmm. I just doesn't have. I just don't have those those kinds of experiences to to, to be able to taste the difference. We just, I mean, sometimes like I probably couldn't even tell like a blind test with some of these beers. You know, like I mean, honest <laughs> to God, like sometimes <laughs> I just I just can't even fucking tell. Yeah. Well, so
3: and another big player, in that's perception too. Right. So yes. Yes. For if sure. If something's presented to you as this gourmet thing, you know, you're you're a lot of people I'd say if they don't have the taste for it, especially are bound
0: to just go yeah. Nah, it really is sure is this but you, great. you want people to be honest though you know what I'm saying yeah. like if I, I know I know that I could tell the difference between fucking chicken McNugget and like somebody who like <laughs> you know like an all all white uh, 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 chicken breast like somebody who put the fucking time into yeah. I, I know I can taste the difference between those two things because I fucking hate chicken McNuggets <laughs> I know I can taste <laughs> yes I hate those fucking things oh, man. so I know I could taste the difference between that And so you're right. It it does kind of fall down to perception, but you also want people to be honest when they experience these things. And I think that some people, a lot of people just want to kind of fall in with Mm -hmm. the thing that's happening. So if you're in like this gourmet restaurant, you're not going to be the guy who's like, dude, this kind of tastes like fucking chicken McNuggets, dude. Like you just want to be like, oh. It's so good. Like I spent all this money. I'm wearing fucking suit. I'm eating fucking you know this gourmet thing, and then they come around the corner and they're like, ah, it's McNuggets. You're kind of like, well, fuck you. <laughs> like you presented this thing, and you you changed my perception of things. And like, yeah, maybe I kind of accepted a lower uh, a state of of things, but like your brain doesn't process it that way when you're when you're in it. You know. Yeah. So well, we we have that
3: problem with the beer sometimes too, where it's like it's a super expensive beer. And so you go into a it thing; it's going to be great. Mm-hmm. Sometimes it's not. Yeah. yeah. So you have to kind of temper your expectations, completely blank slate, go into it fresh. And
0: Well, a couple of years ago, we did the blind test with the um, uh, the Miller. Uh, what was it? Not the Platinum. It wasn't Platinum. No, it wasn't Bud like Platinum. It was Miller. It was like Miller's craft. Yeah. It something. Was, it's like
3: Ace of Spades or something. It's some, like, oh, man, I forget the name of it. It was yeah. like a red can, I think.
0: Yeah. No, 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 no. It was a black and white can. It's black and white. Yeah, hmm. and it was like six point something ABV, and like we—I don't think we, they even sell it anymore. No, no, no I, haven't I haven't seen, seen it. it. I haven't seen it. But we blind taste tested it, and we were all kind of like, eh, "It's not so bad." And then he pulls it out the bag, and we're like, "Nah, <laughs> ah,
1: how could you? Uh-huh. How could
0: you?" You know, and it's you know, sometimes it is really all about perception. Well, we did the uh, the the pro the quote unquote prohibition era Bud Budweiser on the last episode. Mm-hmm it wasn't bad but if you poured that into a fucking budweiser can i don't know how much of a difference I'd be able to taste there like it wasn't that good mm-hmm. you know but it is a, a lot of it is perception like it, your brain changes those things when it's presented to you in that way you know correct yeah so it's it's i don't know i don't know there's things that would help that we just we can't wrap our heads around there's i think we care about shit like that too much
1: yeah just i guess the way i feel like everything in life is if you like it then you support it if you don't like it don't talk about it right yeah right so if it's like i like tall ramen i'll talk about it if i don't like it and you don't hear me talk about it like kind of thing you know yeah so the same thing when it comes to like um gmo foods or not gmo foods uh lab grown meat you Yeah. Know? i would say like if i was someone who was generally against it i would probably be living a lifestyle that kind of just um supports say you know naturally grown chickens and shit like that you know i'd be more on that side probably than the the lab grown stuff but then if someone likes it if it's their lifestyle and they're cool with it and they're cool with the repercussions if there are any then hey more power to you i guess
0: i just don't think the people educate themselves on those things no i think they just like like you said before it's like it's a hot button politicized issue they don't people not really like doing the research on gmos you know like if it. If you really, if you watch one of those videos about what they do to fucking animals in those slaughterhouses, you wouldn't eat meat again. Yeah. You, you'd never, you, you'd go vegetarian no,
1: seen, like that. I've seen like Cowspiracy and all those.
0: Yeah, but... dude, it, f- it fucked me up for a while. Yeah. One of those videos where the dude, are you talking about the one where the dude like uh, uh, goes undercover at one of the slaughterhouses?
1: Um, I don't know if that was in there.
0: Well, this fucking guy, he, he has, like, these glasses with, like, cameras in the lenses or whatever, and he, he gets a job at a slaughterhouse, and he goes undercover, and he works there for, like, six months, and he just captures all this footage of, like, how they treat the animals yeah, and awesome. stuff. Yeah, yeah. It is fucked mm-hmm. up.
1: Yeah.
0: Fucked up. Yeah so when you go downtown to like lake eola and you see those vegans out there with those disturbing billboards you ever seen this yeah at the fucking um uh uh, farmer's market you Mm. walk you turn the corner and there's a fucking fetus in your face you're like what the (laughs) fuck man it's like that's what you're eating you son of a bitch like i just want to enjoy this fucking chicken mcnugget why are you in my face about this shit
3: but why are they telling you you're eating fetuses
1: yeah,
0: that's what I mean. Because like, it's fucked up. They, they <laughs> want you to stop eating that well, shit. It's like... But they they try to put the most disturbing image that they can find. Are you sure it's yeah. not anti-abortion? Nah, man. Chicken fetuses. <laughs> okay. All
4: right. <laughs> I mean, I'll eat a fetus, too. I mean, well, it's going to make me just- live forever. I mean. <laughs> All those videos and stuff that you see, some it's just like in, not necessarily like the whole industry. I know mm-hmm. that that industry itself is not necessarily like they take the best. Oh, we, we really love our cows here. We make sure they die mm-hmm. really humanely. I know... To them, it's just a job, and it's just a process, and they gotta process as many animals as they can as quickly as possible. So they yeah. just do it, whatever. And some of them do it humanely. I would say uh, most probably not. Yeah. One worst I've ever seen was this video out of Vietnam. My God. Mm-mm. They would. They they didn't want to spend the money on the little uh, the pistol. Yeah. That uh, you know kills them fucking no country for old men yeah so instead <laughs> they were just taking literally sledgehammers. oh god, god damn i mean I, i'll let you you know think about what they do with there from yeah. there but man it's they, they just would not be inhumane about it at all that is fucked and yeah i heard that's how they
3: used to do it back in the day too just use a yeah. sledgehammer oh christ yeah
1: i mean so like what is it like do you just were just against killing animals to eat
4: well or is it well no no i'm not necessarily against that because i (coughs) i appreciate the way that uh the process it takes of hunting and all that but overabundance i think is uh when we just you don't really see how an animal is killed Mm -hmm. it takes away from the whole experience like i took a life to survive yeah like when you when you see that then you respect the animal a little more and you take what's needed. I'm not trying to become a whole hippie with this and become a naturalist or whatever. But it just makes you have a little bit of more understanding. Right.
0: You appreciate what what you're doing. You, you mm-hmm. don't take for granted. Like, like again, like these fast food restaurants and stuff. like You're just shoveling filth into your face. And you have no thought process behind what it took for mm-hmm. all of that to get there. What it took for that sandwich to get in that plastic wrap for you to unwrap it and only eat half of it and throw it away. You know? Like, yeah. we don't we don't take we don't think about those things because you know it's not in your face every day you don't have to think about shit like that and to be honest who wants to think about shit like that every day you know who wants to eat their fucking steak and have to think about like the cow who gave their life for me to have a flank a flank steak you know what i'm saying like it's fucked up but nobody wants to fucking think about that every day but i think that you should at least acknowledge the fact that like there's a whole process that goes into this and yep. we don't know. We have no clue how it goes, and we just we just shovel shit into our faces, and like with no thought process behind like how it got to that place, you know. Mm-hmm. So I think that's why people should like if it, if 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 something like that fucks you up to the point where you do become a vegetarian because obviously it didn't do that for me. Like <laughs> it was really fucked up, but I was like eating a burger going, <laughs> "Oh no, <laughs> that's Dude, terrible." Yeah. So. It's not going to stop me from eating meat. I, I just, you know, it's just too good. To
3: mm-hmm. Well, I mean, it, it has made me, <coughs> it's made me more aware for sure of the items marked in, you know, grocery stores that say, like, from a, you know, conscious farm or whatever. Yeah. Right. You know, like, those little things I, I take more notice of now. And I yeah. I think about, like, where my eggs came from and, you know. Uh, you know where all my meat comes from too, based on that.
0: But if if everyone gave a shit about something like that, if everyone was like, "No, I only want my my chickens humanely grown, and I only want you know grass fed beef and stuff like that," the industry would flip. You know and I'm saying like, mm-hmm. there's too many of us who don't care about stuff like that. That's why I can't afford to care. Well, you know? but like... that's what I'm saying. That that I think that would change the economy of it because there would be a supply and demand, yeah. and if everyone wanted that shit. I think the more people who want it, the more they have to supply it to people. I think the price would be driven down just by the fact that like so many people want it. I don't think that it would be a a, a seller's market mm-hmm. so much so that it is now because it's like this niche thing. Like I'm getting my grass fit.
1: It might go up it. because then it's a lot harder to produce you know, that much meat. Yeah,
0: that's true. true. It yeah. could, it could have the opposite effect. It's the it harder process.
1: You know, so. pumping, you know, things into chickens right. and stuff to pump them up. It takes a little bit longer. Yeah. So the, the, the supply is actually lower, which could make, it could, maybe it'll balance itself out. Maybe if more people want it, only that, then maybe it would be more affordable, but there's like that problem too. That yeah. I think they have to solve for it. And it
0: is definitely something that's, I don't know, it's way too hard to try to predict. Yeah. We're not going to try because we're not experts here.
1: Yeah definitely
0: not yeah we are experts in beer what's mm. in this beer what is in this beer it's good shit that's what's in this beer. it's an espresso bean infused chocolate peanut butter porter sweet baby java from the duclaw brewing company guys what did you think of this
3: i thought it was pretty good uh i definitely did get the espresso bean flavor which i liked a lot mm-hmm Uh, The one thing I will say that I wasn't as big a fan of was there was, I don't know if any of you guys got this too, but there was a bit of a lingering aftertaste of a little bit of bitterness for me. They came in sweet, ended a bit bitter, which I'm not a big fan of. Um, Overall, pretty good though. Uh, I'd say if you're a fan of this style of beer, especially if you're a fan of the, you know, infused beers with flavor, I'd go ahead and go for it. For me personally, I'd give it a 3.5. All right
0: bonbon
1: um, I, I thought it was a pretty good uh, style I think I also noticed that same bitterness to it um, but it also reminded me of a little bit of like a milk stout nitro no. um, in a sense uh, not the nitro but just the milk, regular milk style. Um I mean it wasn't too much to it I, I think it was pretty solid for for uh, being a porto porter, porter. The Porto. Uh, <laughs> Porto. Also, there was like a little bit of nutmeg and some cinnamon. No, I'm just kidding. Um, <laughs> Tasted some no, freshly was, cut garlic. it all was, on the left of my tongue, I, the right of my tongue. I didn't really. I guess uh, maybe a tad bit of that peanut butter. I was expecting a lot more. Mm, um, yeah. Originally, when I saw it, I was thinking it's gonna be one of those overly sweet yeah. porters, um, which was, I think, is a bad thing. But this wasn't overly sweet. Mm-hmm. It was, it was where I would have wanted my porter to be. So I think I'm gonna agree with uh, Dave and go with the four mm. or the six
4: well uh it's better than a foster's (laughs) uh no i definitely did feel the uh bit of that espresso in there i feel my heart's getting a little bit of like a you know jittery jesus going on here uh (laughs) branding yeah jittery jesus hashtag uh the peanut butter now that i had a little bit of taste of that it's very faint but you know the taste of like a Reese's cup, the peanut mm-hmm. butter in there? has yeah. not really authentic peanut butter. Going back right. to the authentic buzzword. Uh-huh. It it tasted a little bit like that. Like not real peanut butter, but it's like kind of there. Just like, it's we put it there just as a hint, mm-hmm. but we're going to put it on a label. Haha, <laughs> it's there. Right. That kind of thing. Um, but overall, I'd say it's, it's pretty decent. Uh, yeah, I'll give it a, I give it a four. All right, four out of six.
0: Um, I agree. There was there's. It started sweet and then ended bitter. Uh, I don't think it bothered me as much though as it bothered you. But I will say that like, um, <coughs> uh, it wasn't like a. It wasn't a very memorable flavor. It didn't mm-hmm. really like. That's it didn't nice. blow me away. Like the first drink was like, oh, that's pretty good. And then after you know we're we're getting into the conversation and blah blah blah. It didn't really like linger as like. Wow, this is a good beer. Mm -hmm. I'm enjoying this. It just kind of like faded into the background. Yeah. You know? Yeah. I would give it a three point five. Okay. And I love chocolate peanut butter porters. It's kinda like that and stouts.
1: Are there a lot of them out there?
0: Yeah, yeah. They do they do a lot of chocolate peanut butter porters now. Mm. I mean, the the porter period is the porter period is (laughs) is ripe for you know, infusing it with stuff like that. Chocolate, peanut butter, espresso, mm-hmm. coffee, things like that. Kind of heighten the flavors of it. Yep. So you're starting to... I'm starting to see a lot of those. We had one when we were in Tallahassee. A uh, chocolate peanut butter porter. Yeah, we did. That was not good. <laughs> you know, I did not like that. <laughs> not at all. And I don't brewery. remember the brewing company. So you're, you're fucking lucky, brewing company. Whoever made that piece of shit. Chocolate peanut butter porter. Relax, I'm, relax, relax. Yeah, all all right. right, all right. I'm sorry. <sighs> Oosa. this has been the one Brand podcast for myself Marco Dupa for Adam Obesius Rodriguez Yeah, boy. for the drunk sports god Dave Romero
2: oh.
0: <laughs> for our special guest friends of the podcast Bond for joining us once again yeah. and first timer but definitely not the last cheers mate thank you guys for listening drink delicious beer have a beautiful evening mwah
3: What if in the future the only way you could eat meat is if you ate your own clone?
1: Oh god. <laughs> god damn it! Oh, god. What if you tasted good though? You don't know. What if you get fat? Like if you're just full of yourself?
0: Well would you have to fight him to the death or is he just laying oh, on a slab for you? You're full of yourself. You have to use you have to use a sledgehammer.
1: Isn't that <laughs> <I> just- <laughs> <laughs> oh, Wouldn't you be god. immortal because one of you guys has to live off of the other guys? So would like, you keep
4: would you retain your memories?
1: Even if you died, you'd be alive?
0: they keep making clones and would you just keep getting stronger the answer is yes
4: so you like the one like yeah gently. each mm-hmm. each universe
0: Probably so just my kill game. the next one mm-hmm.
4: all right bye <laughs> <laughs>